Welcome to the MS Dev Show, episode number 129, a very special live episode of the MS Dev Show with James Whitaker and Donna Sarkar, talking about data and much, much more. I do want to warn you, there is some swearing in this episode, so please be conscious of that. Special thanks to Laura Butler for bringing her amazing cookies. Also, special thanks to Concurrency for helping sponsor the event. This episode of the MS Dev Show is brought to you by Infragistics, providing tools and solutions to accelerate design, development, insights, and collaboration for any organization. Today we have James Whitaker, Distinguished Engineer. How's it going, James? Very good. Yeah, we're here at the uh, the boardwalk at Microsoft Commons, which is really cool. They opened up just for us. Yes, they did. <laughs> yeah. They like me. I'm a regular here. Yeah, what, <laughs> what's what's going on here? Nancy, thank sure you. Thank you very much. Uh, I'll take an amber ale. I'll just take an ice water for the time being. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What, how, how does that work, James? You just She just shows up with a beer for you? Oh, that's right. You had to order, didn't you? Yeah. What's going on? Uh, you're, you're doing something wrong, man. <laughs> Actually, this is a pretty good segue into talking about data. Yeah. So Nancy, my bartender, she knows about me, right? Mm-hmm. She has data about my drinking habits. She understands that I like to start a little malty, mm-hmm. less hops, and kind of progress through all the way to the IPAs, you know, seven or eight beers later. Yep. <laughs> and she didn't know anything about you all. Yeah. She had to take your order. Yeah, I just met her tonight. She's great. So, so th- this, is, this is UI. And, and you've probably heard the buzz about invisible UI. Mm-hmm. You just witnessed it right there. Yeah. That's invisible UI. I, made, I placed an order. I got a drink, right? I had an intent. Mm-hmm. My intent got, intent got resolved with nothing in the way. Okay, how do I do that with Cortana? That's invisible UI. <laughs> well, Cortana is, is the start at invisible UI. Um, you know, you speak what you want, mm-hmm. or in, sometimes she just intuits what you want. Yeah. She looks at your calendar. See, this is all data. What's happening in the world is the, the entire world is being reduced to data. This is why cars can drive themselves now. They used to not be able to do that because the data wasn't available, right? Think about, let, let's start, let, hold on on the, the self-driving cars because okay. I do think that is a good example of, of there is enough data in the world that we can start doing things that we couldn't do a few years ago. But if you go back to the Human Genome Project, That is a data analysis project. Started in 1990 and completed in 2013. It took us 13 years to map the human genome. Most of that work over those 13 years was gathering data, just getting the data from, you know, this hospital has some data, this private foundation has some data, this other has some data. And see, now Nancy has data about you all because she just delivered your your drinks. Yeah, awesome. and, and, and it took a while to get all that data collected. And then, then the machine learning, then the AI, and then all the algorithms can, can begin to process the data. We no longer live in that world of the 1990s. We live in a world where data is there. And, and so that's why cars can drive, because they have the data. They have the data about the roads. They have the data about road closures. They have sensors in the car that tell them that there are obstacles in the path. They know one-way streets. They know two-way streets. Um, they know traffic patterns. That's all data. Yeah, I'm sure you saw the, the recent Tesla announcement. Did you, did you parse their headline? Did you see the headline I'm talking about, the recent announcement? They showed this video where the car drove itself from home the whole way to work, and the guy never touched the steering wheel. Did you see that? I did, yeah. So the news was going crazy because they you know, were saying, okay, cars can drive themselves, and they can, and it's powered by data. So the, the interesting distinction there is if you actually looked at the headline, what Tesla said was, 
we are now on all of our vehicles, including self-driving hardware. So it's the cameras, it's all the sensors. So the software now has to catch up, but the software on the previous cars and some of them, they didn't have enough sensors to do the full self-driving. So again, yeah, it's, it's the data that's actually helping. Uh, it's the data and, and all these sensors are helping. I'm helping mm-hmm. now. Think about it. Uh, 10 years ago, even five years ago, most of the data in the world was just up on the web. Yeah. Scattered all over these various web, web servers, you know, which is why we call it a web. Right? Yeah. And we couldn't find because it. Because if you draw, <laughs> yeah, you can't find it because it's, it's locked in these, in these silos. The cloud has changed all that. And, and, and now we have data that is available. And it's all in the same place. It's in mm-hmm. the data center. I mean, if you really think about it, the web itself is dead. Mm-hmm. We don't have a web anymore. And no one or very few people maintain their own web service. It used to be everybody. Yeah. Did. And everybody was pretty excited about doing blogs and personal pages. And what's interesting is they see a lot of people like that's starting to go away now. It's going away. It's because it's a hassle. Or and, and it's just migrating to the cloud. Yeah. I mean, I have a personal website and it's mm-hmm. up in the cloud. You yeah. know, you, you prefer, pre- choose a cloud provider mm-hmm. and you sign up. And, and all that stuff is taken care of for Absolutely. you. See, this is a really crucial point, though. Data is now all in the same place. This is why it seems magic what's happening now. We talk about AI. We should not talk about AI in terms of ending civilization and the singularity. It <laughs> sounded scary. ridiculous, yeah. didn't it? And now all of a sudden, you know, Elon Musk and Waz and Gates and Stephen Hawking, I mean, legitimately smart people. Yeah, he's, he's terrified. Are terrified of yeah, this. Yeah. Why? Elon says we are in a simulation. Why? Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um, but, you know, the, the fact is, the data has all all in one place. Mm-hmm. Algorithms can begin to find patterns in that data where they couldn't when it was all scattered across the web. Yep. All those web servers are in the same place. So you know, you mentioned a, a lot about data and having data, but how do how do we figure out what's good data to have? How do we know what's kind of the fluff inside that data? Well, so this is kind of up to people. We don't know good data from bad data until we try to use it. And so I, I like to tell, I, I give a lot of talks at colleges, and I tell people, go throughout your day. Just Walk around and think every decision you make, what to eat, uh, where to go listen to music, uh, what radio station to play when you're in your car, every decision you make and think, how would I make that decision without making it, right? How would data make that decision? What data would I use to make that decision for me so I wouldn't have to decide? And, and you'll find if you do that just throughout your whole day, mm-hmm. do a whole week of that, you're going to find a bunch of places where you know you can make a decision. Mm-hmm. You're walking around downtown Seattle. Your musical tastes are known. Your uh, um, how much money you you currently have in your checking account is known, and it'll say, okay, you need to go to the Crocodile tonight because there's a rock and roll band there. We know you like rock and roll, and covers only ten dollars because yeah. Numo's up the street. It's twenty five, and they're playing <laughs> blues, and you're not into yeah, that. And, and it can just kind of guide you through your day. Yeah. So so do that. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I want everybody to do that. This is a really interesting exercise. Go throughout your day. Every decision you make, every time you have a choice, think, okay, what data would I use to make that choice? That's the data you want. And then the question is, can you get access to it? The data you can't get access to, that's the bad data. The data you can get access to and that allows you to make that decision, that's good data. So, like, bringing this back to, like, actual products now, you know, this kind of, like, helps explain why I kind of feel uneasy about, like, Alexa and Google Home and stuff like that. It isn't that they're, they're, they're bad products, except that, they're limited to the data of the one person who's logged into it. These are things we're supposed to put around our house, but if it only knows me or my wife or one of my kids, it can't interact with all of us. When we look at kind of like, you know, the future in Star Trek, the computer understood everybody on the bridge. 
it didn't have to be told, oh, wait, just wait, this is the captain speaking. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> yeah, you never have to tell it because it knows, right? Because your voice modulation is data. His voice modulation is different data, mm -hmm. and, and it can tell it apart. But, I mean, Alexa, you think about Alexa, Alexa knows a lot of stuff. She knows about a lot of other buyers who are buying things. So if you say you want product X, she's going to know, okay, you're, you're a middle-aged white guy, right? Uh, and, and most other middle-aged white guys buy that, right? And so it's going to be a really uh, easy, de easy decision for them. Yeah. Uh, but there's no, I mean, what's stopping Alexa or any other technology? I prefer it to be the Xbox, but what's stopping Alexa or any other technology from, from doing that? From knowing that your, your kid can't ask to buy alcohol because it knows your kid is underage. Your kid can't ask to, your, your, your 22 year old daughter can't ask to buy marijuana unless you're in the state of Washington, right? <laughs> you know, all those rules, it's all just data. Yeah. And I'm not quite sure what it, like, do you, you have any, any grasp on what is actually stopping us? Because it feels like we sort of get closer and then we take It's our imagination. Back. That's it. Yeah. Right. And, and I think, uh, I, I think really we think know what we, I think we know what this. we want in some cases. Yeah. So that's probably the do best. Do we know what we want? That's why I give this exercise to my college uh, Yeah. Maybe kids. not. Go out and think about it. What decisions are you making throughout the day? And this is a business opportunity because if you find yeah. something, wait a minute, I make this decision four or five times yeah. a week. Everybody in the world must make this decision four or five times a week. Yeah. And if you come up with technology that makes that decision for people, you know, this is the way you make money. You make money. The, the, the billionaires don't make their money millions at a time. They make it 18 cents, 44 cents, $1.29 at a time. You know, Bill Gates got very, very rich selling to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And so when you come up with those scenarios, those decision-making scenarios that affect a lot of people, you're going to make money. Yeah, I know what mine is. I mean, it's it's the it's my drive in and factoring in time versus money on tolls and things like that. And Waze keeps getting better and better. But like you got it. I mean, <laughs> self driving cars are coming. Yeah, you know, cars are. Well, then that absolutely absolutely like the whole problem the becomes moot at that point. They're they're a thing of the past, and I and I actually think that it's going to be illegal for humans to drive in the future. Yeah, because we are not good oh, at processing horrible. data. Yeah, we're horrible. The data comes in. Well, it's not just that we're bad drivers. We're not good at processing the data. Yeah. We will not be able to interact, and we will screw up that whole system because the system will depend on all of the cars obeying the same algorithms. Mm -hmm. Humans are going to be incapable of that. It's going to yeah. be illegal to drive. We're going to have to find a, you know, some, some messed up place nobody ever wants to go to, you know, and, and I don't know, like Kentucky or some shit like that. And, and, and <laughs> that's and where just, all the human drivers will go. <laughs> yeah. And just go there because, you know, there's, there's no tech there. I'm from Kentucky. I can say that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you, you mentioned AI. AI is always very interesting because like I feel like the definition, I don't want to say, I, at first I want to say perverted, but I almost, I want to say like it's, it's changed. Like we, uh, we've almost lowered our expectations and I want your take on this because originally AI was like, okay, this thing basically is a human brain, but in electronic form. And then, and then after time, we're just like, man, that's really hard. So, <laughs> so now it's not all, all it needs yeah. to do is something clever. Yeah. So now we're like, we're like, yeah, if it, if it can, you know, you come home and it's like, hello, welcome home, Jason. You're like, that was AI. Yeah, that was AI. We, we do. We give it way too much credit. So yeah. look, first of all, it's not artificial at all. 
somebody programmed this in the same right, way they right. programmed anything else. Yeah. The A really should stand for algorithm, not artificial, yeah. because it's a very natural process. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not intelligent. It's a bunch of data processed at scale. Right? This is why it looks intelligent, because our data is now incredibly organized. We can process it at amazing speeds. I mean, think about it. Right? It, we map the human genome with the equivalent of this Windows phone that I carry yeah. around with me everywhere I go, because it was more powerful than any computer that existed yeah, in 1994. Yeah, performance is doubling. Every just crazy, years. crazy, yeah. crazy. And, and so, you know, incredibly organized data, uh, analyzed at speed, mm -hmm. and, it, and it's impressive, right? So instead of artificially intelligent, it should be, you know, algorithmically impressive. That's what AI yeah. should stand for. I like that. Hey, I'm patenting that. I'm yeah, when somebody says that, that's what's going to Trademarking that shit right there. <laughs> that's pretty good. So, so what about data in, in other areas? Where else are we, are we using all this data? What can well, we so the, the thing that I am most excited about with data is the Human Brain Project. You all yeah. heard about this? Uh, right, no. so, so let's go back to the, the Human Genome Project, 1990 to ni in 2013. First yeah. of all, we finished that shit in 13 years. How cool is that? The human race I did remember that. I, I was in school, and they were talking about how many years it was going to take, and then we finished Stunning. it. Stunning. It was supposed to take 100, right? Yeah. And it took 13. Yeah. And it took 13. Because computers kept doubling. Because once we got the data organized, the algorithms could begin to yeah. find patterns in them like crazy. And so now we're doing the same thing with the Human Brain Project. And, and, and the cool thing is, is the data's there. Mm -hmm. You know, we've got the little slices of the brain. We map them. And, you know, they're already beginning to announce some really stunning things like, you know, what depression looks like, what a panic attack looks like in the brain. I mean, wouldn't it be nice if they solved that shit? Oh. Right? Like 30 seconds before a panic attack, you'd see the data and you, oh, panic. And I don't know, maybe it's a little device we insert in there that's dopamine, adrenaline. I don't know what it would be. But, you know, you can actually begin to to look forward to the end of things like that. I mean, the human brain has got to be... Uh, that's got to be the, 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 the granddaddy of all data pools. Well, it's, and it's, the things that we can do with that are just going to be stunning. It's the most powerful computer that we're aware of, and we haven't been able to really open it up and understand. But it's got to be understandable. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing there that's not either biological data or, or some sort of uh, you know, algorithm that we, can, yeah. that we can design that, that will do yeah. that. Yeah, I, I've and if you think about it, the human body, your DNA is all data, too. Mm -hmm. And we have only cracked the surface of the data that's in DNA. You know, it, it, there is if you if you look at this in the extreme, data is responsible for life. Right? Data is God, and, and the, our DNA is data, and it created us. We don't know how it did it. Are we going to know how we did it? Of course we are. We're going to break that. Yeah. We mapped the human genome in 13 years with Windows phones. Yeah. Right? I, I, I always, I, I heard this thought experiment at one point. Um, it was actually posed as a, as a question. I teach on, thought experiments in my creativity Okay. And it was, it was posed actually like as a, as a question on Reddit. And it was basically like, if you took, you know, your Windows phone there, you put it in a time machine and you sent it back, you know, 20 years and gave it to, you know, insert big tech company at the time. Like, you know, you hand it to them and you're like, here you go. Here's the keys of the kingdom. Like, how long would it take? Well, if you watch Ancient Aliens, that's where all this shit came from. <laughs> yeah. right? There was a, there was a something crashed, and we're, we're yeah. you know, reverse engineering all this yeah. stuff, even as but we But it just speak. reminds me of that. It's like we have... Which isn't right. All this computer. technology is perfectly explainable by Moore's Law. We didn't get it from aliens. Yeah. Um, uh, but, it, but 20 but it, years ago... But it's it continuing like to grow. Are you all worried about Moore's Law ending? 
Yeah, well, I, I, I heard it's, uh, well, my understanding is it's already slowing down in some regards. Well, I well, don't think well, it's re- slowing down. Jason, remember that chart that we had last week with the speed of transi- transistors yeah. in our production? Yeah. I mean, those were just straight lines going amazingly steep. How, how many was it per second? I think it was. It was like a, a trillion. I want to say a second. trillion several, transistors Moore's law has been incredibly, incredibly reliable. Yeah. But silicon can only get so thin and still dissipate See, heat. that's what's happening. It's going to stop. Yeah, it's that nanometer problem process that they're they're down to like five nanometers or, or something so what are we gonna do what yeah. do you all think i mean well i don't know quantum computers uh, i don't know quantum computers yeah. replacements for silicon quantum computers don't seem to be like saving us yet um really at this we're point, making good progress on on quantum computers and, it, and it, you know they could yeah. go quantum computers replacing the general purpose computer is a far further stretch than quantum yeah. computers solving very specific problems yeah like pro- crunching the data in the human brain project yeah. um that, so, so it could be that you know there's a there's a branch there, but there are other things. There's carbon nanotubes. There's yeah. uh, uh, silicon germanium mixes. There's um, uh, uh, graphene. Yeah, but right? the, there are other. But substances here's the thing, though. Could, does it does it even silicon. matter? Because here's the thing. Like how how do we how do we deal with the fact that that processors aren't aren't as fast as we want them to be? We just make more. Right. Look at the cloud. Right. Like if your phone isn't fast enough, you have a giant data center located, you know, who knows where the phone is fast enough. I, people need to slow down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, ultimately, it's not going to be technology that saves us. It's going to be people's creativity applied yeah. to technology. That's gonna Well, have you have you seen this? I think we did we talk about this on the last show. I can't remember. We had um, somebody figure. You don't remember your own show? No, I, I don't <laughs> know. See, the processors are too fast. Who's this guy? No, there there was uh, there was somebody. And, and if we didn't have a link to it in the show notes, we'll put it in the, in the show notes for the for this episode but uh somebody was using the new g series are you familiar with the g series SKUs in azure yeah the, the gpu yeah. enabled yeah. uh um, um, SKUs in azure and they're basically like super high performance gpus well your phone isn't fast enough to play like a really high resolution 3d game but guess what the cloud is yeah they actually figured out how to stream that game down at 60 frames per second at full resolution so on a low-powered laptop he was playing a full resolution game yeah it's using pretty, the power of the cloud it, it's pretty amazing yeah so the fact that we can like magically transport computing power in like space and time um, I think that just overcomes it. Like, who cares? They're creating a trillion transistors so a second. The, the question is, where are we going to transport that to? Are we are we always going to be carrying screens around, or are, or the, is all that data going to right. be transported to sensors that are around us? Yeah. So I, mean, so I what definitely does it look foresee like? the. I, to me, I foresee the end of the screen. Yeah. Because the data solves this problem. I mean, mostly I use the screen for telling my computing infrastructure, "Hey, this is my intent." Yeah. And then my computing infrastructure is going out and saying, oh, here's some possibilities. Yeah. And it List sucks. Up I mean, you're left just like, swipe, <laughs> right swipe. Yeah. That should go away. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, I have a, a thought. I work with a lot of enterprises during the day. And kind of like one of the key things like on enterprise is when they collect data is they got to lock it down. So what, what kind of implications does that have when we have this data? You mean an enterprise locking their data down and not making it available to the rest of the world? Well, th- not only just that, but you know, w- you know, there are concerns like when anybody takes their data and makes it private, or, or data that may be out there that somebody wishes were private. Ah, private. So you said part of the privacy word. So let's talk about that. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if you think about it, you know, this the the fact that Nancy knew what beer to deliver me and had to take your order. That's kind of a privacy issue. I have seeded that data. Yeah. You know, my drinking habits to, to something else. And you all have it. And you were disadvantaged by yes. it, right? I got my drink and I get to enjoy it and you all don't. And, and I think privacy is going to become more like that. The more data 
that all the sensors in the world and the computing infrastructure and the cloud has about you, the better it's going to be able to serve you. And so I think people are going to be less and less and less worried about, oh, I'm giving up my private data. And actually, mm -hmm. incented it, I want you to know more about me right. so that I can get the answers I need faster. And, and so the question is, what do we do? What do we get back? Right? Because right now we give up our privacy to Google. We give up our privacy to all these companies. Yeah. And what do we get back? You know, Google's placing ads on my videos and I don't get a penny out of any of those, those things. I'm giving up all of my intellectual property and, and Google is making money on it. And, it's, and they make it very difficult for me to say, hey, take that shit off my video. Mm -hmm. Uh, because there's hundreds and then you multiply that whatever effort that is by hundreds. I'm not going to do that. It's too much work. I'm too right. busy of a person. And so when you're incented, when you get better service, in this case, I got a nice beer and you didn't. Yeah. Uh, I'm incented to do that. So, and so leading, the challenge with value and then that's the challenge for the companies. That's the yeah. challenge for the Microsoft's and the Google's of the world is yeah. to figure out that value proposition. So, I mean, how cool would it be if, if all the CEOs of all these companies had to get up once a quarter and say, hey, here's all the shit we know about you, right? <laughs> and here's what you're getting in return. Are we okay? <laughs> because if you're not, you've got a problem. And I think Google has a problem. Yeah. I'm not getting enough value, right? Free searches isn't enough. Yeah. And that's going away. We're not going to have to search in the future. The infrastructure is going to know. Mm -hmm. How are you going to advertise yeah. and answer? Which means Google's you got can. a big problem. Google's got a big problem. They have to figure out how to actually make money by another means than advertising. Mm -hmm. It's a tough problem. So how do we know when, we, when we're kind of like selling ourselves too thin for the value we're getting? Well, we because are. That, doesn't that, everyone is now. Do, doesn't that perpetuate that cycle at the moment? Uh, I mean, I, I think, though, that, that it's changing. As long as we have a screen and we have choices and our brain is required to make a decision, advertisements are just the perfect little monetization mechanism. Once that goes away, once that, you know what, 99.9% .9 of the people who had this intent that you have right now resolved it this way, of course you're gonna to wanna to resolve it this way. You get the answer and you go on. You can't insert an ad in that. And, and so it's a big problem for, for companies that have ads. And what do you learn about that? You, you, you get an answer and you implement that answer and the people live their lives. And so that's it. That's the value. I get to live my life. That's the value of me giving up my personal information. So what do you think about micropayments? Do you think that's viable? Uh, micropayments are the future, right? You, you think about all these developers who've written all these apps. I, I you know, the, the story I tell all the, there's the peeing at the movies scenario. Yeah. Well, right? tell it again, everybody goes, everybody that. goes to the movies and nobody has this app that tells you when to pee at the movies. Right there, there is an app. It's called Run P. It's mm -hmm. awesome, and they, you know they co co curated all the data. Like, okay, here's I've a, used it. It's a great app, <laughs> yeah. right? You go to everybody goes to movies, and yet every time I ask people, "Do you know about this app?" Everybody's like, "No, I don't know about this app." And and that's solving like a really major problem because it, you know I, I sort of no 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 solving a really small problem. And I think this is small, the point. It's a small problem, but common. And and but this is it. Your your day is full of small problems. Yeah, small common problems. And so those people, there's millions of people that go to the movies. Every day, mm -hmm. they a lot of them have to pee while they're there. They they end up missing something. Would they be willing to pay four cents or even better? I think you know Azure could pay that because if if that data is in the Azure ecosystem and we end up finding so I, this is how I think it's going to work, right? Your infrastructure, your your wearables, whatever you have is going to figure out this is this person's intent and that person that might be pee at the movies. And if you think about it, that's data, right? The last time I was geolocated in a toilet. 
that's data. Mm -hmm. You know, my mean time to bladder evacuation, that's data. The fact that I bought a beer before I went into the movie theater, that's data. It's all data. My, my machine, we'll call her Cortana just for fun of it, right? <laughs> Cortana knows I have to pee. Yeah. And, and then Cortana can go up in the cloud and say, did it, is there any solution for this? Yeah. And, and if there is a solution that claims that, then, you know, is it, is it used? Do other people find it useful? That's all data. Oh, my brain's going crazy. I can and tell all you, of a sudden you I'm, have a medical issue. Um, it could tell you about that, but it could, it, it totally could. Yeah. It, and I would, you know, going back to what you said before, I would totally give up my, uh, P privacy <laughs> for that benefit because like even like before the show like I always have to make sure I use the bathroom before the show you know that because <laughs> you don't want to be in the middle of the so show that's why we started late <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so totally give up my privacy for that and so so then the question is uh, you know instead of 99 cents for those those that run P app you're paying four cents, eight cents, whatever. And then I really think that we could use the ads auction algorithms that already exist to determine the cost of an ad, to determine the value of actual data. We don't have to code anything new. And, and so what it requires developers to do is say, okay, uh, forget the UI. Right? Back to the invisible UI that we talked about. Forget the UI. That's not important. Cortana, Siri, Google Now, let's just be nice to, to our competition. Yeah. They're going to determine intent. So I take my data and then I list, here's all the intents that I solve with this data. And, and if you lie, you don't get by with it because big data is going to show, no, people are rejecting the solution for this intent. And, and uh, you know, the winner is going to bubble up. The one with the best value is going to bubble up. To yeah. The top. So yeah, of course, that, that run P dev, you ask him, would you like four cents every time somebody pees or would you like 1999 cents every time someone manages to discover you in the app store they're going to take the micropayment and and the money's already in the ecosystem people are pay, paying azure subscriptions people are paying office 365 decision uh, uh, subscriptions the money's already in the ecosystem absolutely uh do we want to talk about augmented reality augmented reality so so <laughs> all right we did kill the screen didn't we yeah um, I mean, I, why do you need a screen if it, it, to determine intent or determine options? Yeah, I want, when, when the waitress came up here, I wanted to see her name like just right above her. Yeah, and so how would you do that? Uh, not by looking at this screen, not by looking at this screen. <laughs> yeah. So I, you'd need something like HoloLens yep. or. Yeah, yeah. Or I saw a guy, like I saw a guy one time in the commons right near here wearing a HoloLens while he was eating lunch. While he was eating so lunch. What was he looking at? They get small. Seriously, what was he looking at? So I you the, could really mess with that person. You could leave like some bacteria hologram, you know, <laughs> yeah. at that table. Yeah. So or like a finger was. or yeah, chicken leg or something <laughs> like that. Who knows? Yeah. Does any, is there anybody here that knows anything about mixed reality? Yeah, we need somebody that knows something about that. No, I, uh, I think we're... Wait, I, think uh, we're, I just I felt a wave of diva. <laughs> Did someone say holograms? Uh, diva, <laughs> we have a... That, that diva is now a verb, I didn't know that. Yeah, you, you divaed in, you I divaed, divaed in. in. Oh, yeah, we see. all diva in, that's what we do. I'm a diva. Of course you are, you're or more of a diva than I all of us. Yeah, I know, yeah. So this is Donna Sarkar, people. Hi, what are we doing? <laughs> so we just, we killed the screens, Donna. We oh. decided that our intent now is data. Okay. The world around us that can satisfy that intent is yes. data. Oh, obviously. So why would we need screens? And the only thing we could think of is occasionally you might want to actually see another human. You might want to fashion. Right. Um, but why do you need that when you can just project stuff on walls or here or there? That's or what anywhere? I want. Yeah. So instead screens of, everywhere. yeah, so everything is a screen. 
Oh, wait, I, I'm, I'm just getting comfortable with being a diva. Now right. I'm a screen now you're as a screen. well. Yeah, now you're a screen as well. But you know, like guys, we, we're in the world of mixed and augmented reality. But soon after that, we're going to augment the human. Mm-hmm. I'm super ready to augment the human. So now you'll I'm, get to actually see it on your arm. Now I'm an android. No, you're no. just augmenting the human. That's that's a basic bitch term. We, like, we, we need we need to augment a, a microphone near James. Okay, so now, uh, yeah. am I not loud enough? Oh, James Here, is not will, loud enough? This will make me louder. James is not loud enough. Everybody drink. Okay, so we are already augmenting the human, right? Like prosthetics, um, better... Uh, I'm augmented. I got a bum knee. It's augmented. Yeah, I, I've actually yeah. heard about people like wearing hearing aids just to improve their world. Not yeah. not even that they have a hearing issue. Of course. But they want to add additional audible information. Yeah, absolutely. So between, you know, prosthetics, better hearing aids, uh, people's uh, knees and such being replaced by 3D printed parts that are exact copy. You heard about like uh, the 3D printed um, organs and stuff like that, right? It's already happening to make a carbon copy of the people. I do think that's cool that we are beginning yeah. to 3D print proteins, right? Yeah. Sugars were pretty easy. Right. In fact, this year, the 3D printing has just gone crazy, right? Yeah. Proteins, metals, carbon fibers. That's right. Um, crazy stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they're printing houses. Yeah. Well, as the population of Earth grows, our natural resources are not going to be able to keep up, right? So it's what do you think of Pokemon Go? What did that do for the whole Pokemon augmented <laughs> mixed reality? Do you play it? Thing? I is don't that, play is it. Is that that one app that allowed everybody to kind of get comfortable with it? It's the one thing that allows for easier storytelling. So when Uber came out, explaining matching, explaining humans as inventory became simple, right? When Uber came out. Now I'm inventory. I'm a lot of shit. I know. (laughs) Diva. But once Uber and Airbnb came out, right? Humans as inventory became like pretty easy to explain. Humans and humans property. Like um, it says so in Platform Revolution. Like Mike Angiulo just told me yesterday. Airbnb, biggest hotel industry they own no hotels. Uber, right. biggest you know, car fleet, they own no cars. But they own your location and a spot on your phone. So your possessions are now other people's possessions. But you think about like going forward, how we can evolve this. Because 90% of our things sit idle 90% of the time, right? Mm-hmm. So everything you own, seriously idle 90% of the time, other than probably your phone. Or maybe your PC. Yeah, we have yeah. we have thousands of dollars worth of hardware here right. that we use once a week. Exactly, right? Yeah, so the, my you, kegerator is the yeah. only non-idle hardware. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I believe your kegerator is non-idle non, ever. Non-idle. But if when I think about my possessions, whether it's my car or my house or whatever it is, or the clothes in my closet, they're idle 90% of the time, not being used. So what does that mean in this world with like mass overpopulation and just excess of stuff? Because the cost of making stuff is just getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. We just don't have space for it, right? So how can we leverage the sharing economy more? And, you know, as tech gets more and more screenless, we don't need more screens. We just don't need more screens on stuff. So how can we have it so anything is a screen, but when we want it to be, right? So how can we use the one thing in our life that we always have with us, like this mobile device, project a thing, anything can be a screen or nothing can be a screen. Mm-hmm. Do you so, think that HoloLens is going to get so crazy it's going to go from this to this to contacts to implants to, I mean, are I we going to get, are we going to be augmented in that? Why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Because when we think about what is possible right now, it's like child's play compared to what's going to be possible in five years, mm-hmm. right? So I think you were asking what did Pokemon Go do? It got people used to the idea that you can augment reality pretty easily. It's not this 
mythical thing that you need some contraption on your head, right? It can be something as simple as this. So if you can augment reality with this, then why can't well, you just... Well, augmenting reality with this in 2016 is, a, is yeah. a smart thing to do. Right. In 2020, I don't know. It, I mean, this might this will be super basic, around. right? It could be that in in we 2020, you've just got a thing in your arm and yeah, you just project. Because for me, the bar is... Is that a tattoo or a brand? I, I, <laughs> it's all. It's like the, <laughs> I'm augmenting the human. Yeah. So, yeah. That's I, awesome. I should What's augment. I'm glad they didn't make me the Windows yeah. Insider. You have, yeah, to you have to. She's got a hashtag. So on I've got, it says Windsiders for good. It's all about how the Windows Insiders um, use technology to make a lasting impact I on think the we're going to get some at the party tonight, some Windows Insiders. Yeah, that's I'm sure we will. We're everywhere. We are everywhere. Windows Insiders are everywhere. There's millions of yeah there's an army of millions out there so the bar for me for for this augmented reality is always like i i i remember faces really well i have a really hard time with names like for me if there's some way that i can you know basically have that person whisper in my ear like you know that's that's james and here's his birthday and uh, it's, it happens to be today, and I'm going to hack his. He shit. likes beer. Everybody's going to hack his. <laughs> yeah. well, I won't trust everyone. Like, everyone's going to be bad. Yeah. This is all James. It's his birthday. <laughs> Buy him a beer. Yeah. That's all your ears going to say. So what? Yeah. So what year are we going to have that? Where I can have that without you know holding a camera up to you? Or We're not Ray thing. Kurzweil. We don't give years. Well, so one of the things yeah. that has me excited is so we talked about earlier about like automated cars yeah. so that they drive uh, you know without us. Yeah. But there's a lot of laws in place about that. Right. There's not many laws that are talking about what the limits are what we can do to augment right. and, and progress that t technology both you know with the the silicon pieces and the medical pieces right. so i think that's a, a ripe for a lot quicker innovation or at least quicker adoption of the acceptance of it that's right it's because the idea itself is new right like when you think about these decades old old policies that have been in place it's very hard to change because they were made for a world where you know, cars were like this new idea. Mm -hmm. We're still following laws that were made like during the era of the steam engine. Right? We always will be. Yeah. I mean, our industry has pushed yeah. legislation We have pushed hard. hard. Like you saw Uber's epic battle up the hill right? yeah. with legislation yeah. and things or Airbnb. They and really they're take still it personally fighting. when we kill yeah. entire industries. Exactly. They're like, God damn it. And you see all the drama in Austin. They're like, no Uber, Airbnb, 30 copies pop up. It's oh, like, it's guys, so you can't stop innovation, right? <laughs> yeah. You can't stop innovation. Yeah. It's It was like the publishing industry's um, fight or Hachette books fight with Amazon. Amazon, yeah. right? They're like, oh, you can't do this. You're like, rule someone else's opinion. That's cute, right? Um, I love that. Rule yeah, someone else's damn opinion. Damn straight. Yeah. I'm going to say that next time I get arrested. It's true. Those are laws. Those oh, are laws. laws. Oh, shoot. Laws are written shoot. down somewhere. You go to jail, James. Okay. But rules are someone else's opinion because someone had an opinion once and someone wrote it down and said, okay, that's a rule. Everyone follow it. And they were made in a time that was so long ago that... Nothing is the same, right. right? It was made in a time when we had telephones and switchboard operators. We had phones like attached to walls and houses. You they're, and I talked about they're this not going to keep up, right? No, they're not going to keep up. These we are going to have no to sense. push them, of course, and then they'll try their best to figure it out. They'll try their best or they to won't get figure a, it out. But the thing is that it's what's going to happen is the next generation of people, the current generation, the next generation, 
they're going to grow up and become lawmakers. And they're going to say, I don't even know why this is a rule. And someone just has so, to point this out. So this, I think, is the inflection point. Mm. And particularly Gen Z and maybe right. the younger millennials. Mm. They, they, are, they don't care about privacy the way we right. care about privacy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and they're, they're willing to, to experiment. And, That's right. You know, okay, we, don't, we haven't figured this out. We're going to do it anyhow. We're going to do it yeah. anyway. They were right? born into the In our generation, yeah. not so much. Right. Not yeah. so much. So f- for yeah. them, things are reversible, right? Like control Z has always been a thing for them. Things are reversible. Let's go try it. Didn't work. That's cool. Let's try something different. Right. It's not like the end of days that it used to be in our generation where not even our generation previous where you're born, you go, you know, apprentice or you work as an intern somewhere. And you shoot the shit you don't like. Right. Yeah. And you, you, you do I'm that, from but Kentucky, that's the way we grow. <laughs> they shoot the shit apparently. Um, but you, you look at like previous generations, you grow up, you go to college, maybe you get a job and you go work at that job until you die at 45 because you just don't have any information otherwise, other than the degree you got mm-hmm. or the person you apprenticed under, right? You just simply don't have the information now. Yeah, that was the way I was brought up. Right. But you think <laughs> about, anymore. you think about the diversity of people nowadays and not just diversity in terms of um you know race or color or whatever but from the time that these kids are able to like use their fingers and toes they're talking to people in like south africa and singapore god gen z is using their fucking toes right yeah Yeah. (laughs) but there's no one who's smarter there's no of course they're smarter than we are they have more information now by the time they're five toes they got toes. What else do you I need? Know, you've got no, but they have more information by the time they're five than we've had in our lifetime. And they're right? comfortable with it. Of course. They like it. They're not scared of to it them, at all. To them, information is information acquired through technology is a part of their brain, is an extension of their brain. Infragistics, ultimate UX and UI tools, and enterprise mobility solutions, SharePlus and Report Plus, enable high-performance apps on any device, faster data insights, simplified collaboration, and market-leading security, all backed by comprehensive support. With Infragistics Ultimate UX and UI Development Toolkit, you can ensure mission-critical applications delivering a superior user experience on the desktop, web, and native device environments for iOS and Android. With the latest BI tools, wow your users with dashboards providing the data insights that they need when and where they need it, all at a low total cost of ownership. Try it today. Download a free trial at infragistics.com and follow them for the latest updates in UX and UI development, reporting and collaboration at Infragistics on Twitter. And remember, each week, if we pick your comment on the show, you will get a free copy of Infragistics Ultimate UX and UI Toolset. We're, we always fixate. We're like, oh, you know, tech is so bad for the brain. We're like, no, no, tech is the brain. Mm-hmm. To them, they're already augmented, mm-hmm. right? Because it's not what they happen to know right here. It's what they can know in five minutes, right? It's, yeah, do you it's remember those thing. conversations where we'd like argue, like, who is that actor yeah. that was in that Why movie? are you fighting about yeah. this? Look it up, yeah, exactly. right? It and doesn't matter, like, right? Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. It's not like tech is going to go somewhere. So what does that do for education? I mean, you, if, if you look at yeah. old industries, right. our education system was designed 150 what years ago. What is this? What is this that you're ago. <laughs> That's my beer. That's what that is. Rules are someone else's opinion. <laughs> it's not my opinion. There should be laws about my beer. They apparently don't have enough information on her either. <laughs> there you go. Automatic beer. Nancy, can we uh, two more? <laughs> wow. Oh, she disappeared. Okay. She was like, She's like, good luck with that. Same? Um, two of them? Yeah. But guys, like, you know, like Satya always says, it's not 
what you know. It's what See, you can See, thanks to learn. you, you introduced an interface in this. Otherwise, <laughs> the, the system would have just rolled with it. No one was, no one was stealing your beer until... I just did this. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to code an exception for this. I think. <laughs> Why? Because no one stole your beer yet. That's sad. That is sad. Isn't I know. It? That is sad. Yeah. First thing you got to do is steal his beer. So See if the IoT beer filler thing is yeah, working yet. So what should what should we be teaching kids in an era where the information is there, answers is there? Um, Why are they studying? We should teach kids how to curate and process. Yeah. Right, and how to identify? I like the word curate. I love the word curate. I really think teachers are. Teachers are, should they be should curators. be curators. That's right, absolutely. Finding and the best information to impact their students. I think communication, teaching communication, is probably the most important thing. Like, how do you create content? How do you consume content? And how do you actually move people? Because right now we all sell constantly, right? Whether it's a product, an idea, a service, a piece of information. But people don't know how to move others. They don't know how to persuade and convince. Oh, hi. Thank you. Um, Look at that. Isn't it beautiful? It is beautiful. Yeah. What are we having here? What's this? It's a winter ale. It's Ooh. gorgeous. Because you know it's mm. winter and all. Mm-hmm. Nice, isn't it? Malty. It's really nice. A little I bit really, of hoppy. I love it. Somewhere around 30 IBUs, I which love is it. just about right for a winter ale. I don't know what you're talking about anymore, but um, <laughs> I think that... It's data. <laughs> it's all beer data. Okay, so I think I think this is what we have to Bing teach it. people. <laughs> James. Just point, James. point your, print your phone. I will, I will drink your beer and mine, I swear to God. <laughs> the analysis I will do it. You know I will. You know. Okay. But seriously, like when we think about what we have to teach people, it's how to create content that's good and high quality per the audience, right? How do you create content for the audience you're targeting? What is the best way to consume content? What are the best sources to consume content? And what content, what question are you trying to answer? Mm -hmm. That'll help you consume the right content. That's right, so content is data. Yeah. And this, this is, right. you missed this part, but I was, yeah. you know, when I give talks at universities, I, I tell them, go throughout your day. Yeah. Every decision you make, Figure out how to make it without your brain involved. Mm -hmm. Just data. Mm -hmm. What is the data involved That's in right. making that decision? That's right. It's, it's, empower it's empowering. It is empowering. Because the amount of data that's out there, you can answer any question. You can answer any question. Right? It's no longer at that point where um, students need to go ask their teacher. Right? But I actually think... The teacher might actually be the worst person. Right. Exactly. <laughs> because they're relaying some old information back in the day if they're yeah. not the kind of teacher oh, who's yeah. like, let's go look it up together. Old wives' tales So, so and how, how do we spark this creativity in people? Oh. Creativity. We, who knows something about creativity? Let's see. <laughs> creativity, creativity yeah, is a do real... We have a, do we have another guest? It's a real like quite, <laughs> We can talk about this all day. So James and I are starting a movement. No, I didn't tell him. You, you tell him. tell him about the movement? Okay, no. ready? Ready? Yeah. Yeah, okay. we're ready. Are they ready? Are you? You guys ready? They look ready. Hi. <laughs> ready? Ready. Okay. We're ready. <laughs> the unstarving artists movement. Why is it that a thing He says to she says to a starving artist. <laughs> starving artist. Yeah. We're starting the unstarving artist. I wish I wish I could pan. I'll have to I'll have to record him and, and put The it reason in. why. The reason why. Okay, art. A Gen Z starving Gen Z artist. starving artist. Yeah. Uncalled for. We're switching the angle too on the camera. That is one of our guitar players for later. Hi. His name is Logan. Logan. Hi, Logan. Give us a piece. Peace. Yeah. Dude, he, you, if you've heard Kurt Cobain's scene, he is spot on. Oh, Kurt really? Cobain. So he's we could a probably up request, and coming star? We could probably do a request for like a, a little Nirvana session okay. uh, at the beginning, okay. of this, beginning of this jam. But guys, seriously, like art is the thing that moves us, stops us in our tracks, right? A beautiful song, that thing hanging on the wall, words that reverberate in your head your whole life. They move us the deepest. It is true. Right? Even like art and nature. Exactly. Like a rainbow or yes. a sunset. Exactly. They you, move you, you so deeply. You stop. And that's what you share. 
you share art constantly. These words are beautiful. This picture is stunning. This piece of music. It's what you share. It's very insightful. But we don't pay the creators. Why? I mean, we pay like 1% of creators. Well, I think, I think we started with the wrong system. Right. And we think... She said I was right. You're absolutely right. We did. We yeah, did we're, start we're gonna, with the wrong system. We're going to watch one, this. One and, point, Jason. We're going to watch this and fact check it. It's going to be like a presidential true, debate. Yeah, yeah. You know, right now, if someone says like, hey, I want to be an artist, a musician, a writer. Oh, poor, your poor parents. How are you ever going to earn a name? I hear that. My yeah. son's a guitar player. He's right? a musician. And Luckily, that. he's got the right father. What They're probably not going to talk him out of it, I assume. But what are you going to do with that? I'm always like, how are you going to earn a living from that? And why can't we earn a living from it? You're creating the thing that people Want yeah. We're going to figure that out. Right, people want it the most. So, so, so here's and I, we get, we're on a mission. Art is data, and the intent to view art. Unstarving is, artist movement, Logan. We got this. <laughs> Logan's like, please, he's, leave he's, he's he's like, stop, stop pulling me into this. We got this. Logan. Yeah. But he's good at starving. That's the problem. He's gotten used. Starving to it. is good because it fuels you to do better. But it's. It shouldn't have to be that artists are starving. It shouldn't have to be the artists have to get day jobs as like bartenders or at Walgreens, right? Yeah, that it shouldn't have to be because the more they do that, the less time they have to create art. Which means the less time they have to build something that will stop us in our tracks right. and change the way we That's view right. yes. our day. Right. And then they don't get to build expertise and mentorship and leadership qualities because they're too busy. So this to gets back to the, the whole education thing I brought mm -hmm. up earlier. That's right. In our STEM program. Mm -hmm. I mean, I believe in STEM. I believe Everybody in STEM. Everybody needs believe in STEAM. to be technical. Yeah. STEAM. Mm -hmm. So you put art in there. That's the A. Oh. Yeah. How clever are Fancy. you? Fancy. I didn't make it up. You didn't make it up? No. No. Lots of people yeah. say that. They're like, hmm. can you please talk about STEAM instead of STEM? And luckily they yeah, put Yeah, but we don't spots. fund STEAM because STEAM, the A, doesn't, doesn't make pay. any money. It's because people, people who graduate in art aren't able to give back because they don't make any money. What are you yep. going to give back? Yeah, my, my son, one of the bands he's in, the, the other two kids, their parents have already said, no art, right? You can, you can play your guitar while you're in high school. Uh, after that, you've got to go be an engineer. Wow. A minion. Man. I mean, I, mean, I say I like this minions. as an engineer. Minions are yeah. good. Yeah, but you're an engineer and an artist at the same time. Absolutely. And, and I think when you boil science down, the most beautiful yeah. science is the science based in art. Absolutely. It's the most, um, the most creative engineers. They create the best stuff. You make the best products by far. Right? You think Surface Studio was created by a bunch of nerds who didn't know how to draw? No. No, absolutely not. <laughs> no. The, the way the angle yeah, of that's the drafting so, that, table, that, that just, right? There was no, almost no computer science involved in that. It's, but when you look at... Which was so nice. You look at the angle of the drafting table, it's flawless. That's not made by someone who's never drafted, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That's not it. And the idea that you can change mm -hmm. yeah, and the do dial art at the same this, time. Yeah. You don't have to go down to your yeah. little pad and your like, little keyboard. Was that made by someone, by pure computer science? And computer scientists can also be all these other things, but they use that other part of their brain. And often are. A lot of, of the, course. you know, the Nobel Prizes in science right. are, are they're artists, musicians. Right. They're, because they're we're multifaceted humans. Magicians human. even. Right. Right. People right. love to put us in these categories. Like, you're a, people ask me all the time, they're like, when are you going to quit tech and go into fashion? And I said, why, why would this be a, even a question? Right. What's wrong with the and? The yeah. and is working out. Why not both? They don't oppose each other. Yeah. In fact, the world would be better off if Far everybody better. thought they didn't oppose each other. Exactly. So you don't need to choose one or the other. And I actually believe the next generation will refuse to choose because why? They've been doing both since they were born. So when you grow up and suddenly you have to like follow some old person's opinion. No. So do the, uh, you know, I always wonder, like, do the technical people go away then? 
you know, if you have, if it's, if it's really about everything else, I mean, the te- the techni- being able to code is going to be the last job standing. <laughs> Think about it. Okay. Yeah. So guys, technical just means being able to write code. Yeah. Do you, when, if someone's able to write English, do you ask them, can you do anything else other than write English? Obviously it's just a skill. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean just because you know how to write code doesn't mean that's all you do for a living. Right. And just because you have or have a job as an artist doesn't mean you can't write code. Yeah. It's just a literacy. Yeah. Like knowing Spanish doesn't mean you can't also know French, <laughs> right? Or also create art. Coding so, is really more important than writing in cursive. Exactly. Oh, way more. Way yeah. more. The fact that they teach cursive writing still and not coding is well, some, some schools actually did did drop it. So it yeah, the going schools away. where my yeah. kids go, they they recently stopped that and they started coding cl- clubs kind of at the same time. So that's really I exciting. Right. I think teaching coding is important, but I also think it's very important to continue to teach art mm-hmm. because those are not. Not, it's not one or the other. It should never be one or the other. Because teaching coding is like, yeah, teaching you to read and write. English, Chinese, whatever, right? But teaching art is important to free the brain. Like, did you guys um, watch those videos on how drawing changes the brain? It does. Yeah, completely. Yeah. It changes the way you see the world. Because you're actually seeing, like, a shape in front of you and how you recreate it. You draw the shape around the object. And it's both it's both uh, uh, instant, yes, right, and it's permanent. It, 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 over time, it will it, it will change it your brain. The brain. But when you create by hand, um, so never stop teachers. Never, never stop, stop kids from doodling. Never let them doodle oh, while let them they're doodle. listening to you. And, and what I always doodle. tell my kids is like all the research that I've seen says that you're you're not fixing. You know, your brain is not set in stone. That's right. So you know, we, we always growing up. You know, you always hear people say like, "Oh, you're not good at this thing, but you're good at this thing." And, and right now, that, whenever you tell people they're not right good at this something, second. it's a really bad thing to say. Yeah, no. yeah. Like God, right here at this so, so moment in time. Jason, you're really lousy at hosting yeah, shows. Yeah. Man. <laughs> really bad. James, look who's here. Go listen to our first episode. It is proof that somebody can get better at something. Not, Everybody not necessarily can get better great. at anything. <laughs> not necessarily great. I'm not better at anything. I think people can learn anything. Yeah. And. Seriously, if you want to learn something, you can learn that thing. Yeah, yeah no, no. Nah, so yeah, you can. careful. You, you you don't need to be the best careful, in the world, right? I I mean, if I wanted to learn, you know, to be a, as good a guitar player as Logan, no, you you're I wouldn't be saying, able to do. You're it. not saying as good as compared to someone right, else. Right. You're saying you want to learn to play the guitar with all your okay, heart. Okay, you can learn, but to you be really learn. good at something, you got to find the things that your brain naturally uh, gravitates to. I think there's things your brain gravitates to because it wants to. Yeah. So nurture that. Nurture that, and you're willing to spend nights, weekends obsessing over it, or you're not. You'd rather speak than play the guitar. I would, right? So there. But, and, Are you going to ever quit speaking? But the thing is, guitar? you know, there's. I don't know if there's a natural thing for people. Right? But people say, "Oh, you're lucky. You're so good on stage." No, 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 no. I you, work. You to get work there. really. People hard. will to ask, tell my son, "Oh, you're right. so lucky to be no, musical." No, 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 it's lucky, not lucky. My look at look at my I bloody fingers so from yeah. playing, playing mm-hmm. you know, eight mm-hmm. eight hours in a row. Right? It takes work. Michael yeah. Jordan isn't lucky. No. Marie Curie no. isn't lucky. No. George Washington Carver isn't lucky. No. They work really hard they work at really something, hard. They work and they happen to work hard at something that their brain naturally gravitates to. That's the thing you're going to get really, really good. I like that. The things that your brain naturally gravitates toward. Your brain has a predisposition to what it wants to know. I am obsessive about certain things and I get good at those things. And people are like, oh, you're so good at that. And it's like, 
It's just because my yeah. brain like, I became good all at the it. time. Yeah. yeah. You go exactly. from having an incl- inclination to doing it all the time, mm-hmm. and then you're good at it. Like an artist is not someone who has an art degree, right? We were talking about this yesterday. You don't need an art degree to be an artist. You need to have an interest, an inclination, and then just do it, and you're an artist. You definitely no amount of art certification is going to give you the artist handle. I wonder if we're moving to a world where all these degrees and certifications mm-hmm. won't matter at some That's point. That's right. It's not going to. It's going to be it already does. You built some art mm-hmm. and now that everyone has access to it, who accesses it the most? How much already, has it changed their lives? Yeah, we're already seeing that in the interesting fields. I mean look at look at what we're in. I mean if you're in the if you're in the tech industry We're in an interesting field. It only matters awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so it only, happy to hear that. It only matters I I tell people because they're like, do I need to go to college for this? Like yes you do to get started. Ish. Yeah. yeah. No you don't. And, yeah. Well, yeah. Ish. It's yeah, it's, it's, and, it's, it's the, and the, the ish is growing yeah. bigger. It's every more like, year. do you, right. you want right. to go to college to talk to other people who are doing similar things? So you some have people the, to complain to. Some of the like, best yeah. programmers I know mm. don't have any degrees at all. In yeah. fact, the very 50%. best programmer I know has a degree in freaking English literature. Fifty <laughs> percent of apps written by non non uh, computer science. Yeah, yeah, right. Like just like I think ninety five percent of books are written by non English majors because <laughs> they're too busy analyzing literature to write. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Right? It's true. And it's it I think the certificationness is really good for building relationships with other people who are kind of in your boat. But not necessarily it's the only way to learn a thing. Especially if teachers aren't the experts. And they're not. Right. right. By definition, they're not the experts. Right, because they're rather which than, goes back to the curator. They're not creating. They're busy reporting on. They're never going to be an expert at anything mm-hmm. because they're too busy teaching everything. They can be curators. They're, they're teaching everything, they but the they're also they're experts. also teaching things that were relevant, like back in the day when they were studying it. Right. So it's really hard to be a teacher who stays up to date on things when you're not out there creating. It shouldn't be. The teachers have access to everything. Right. But they and they sh- shouldn't view themselves. I think as they experts. should be creating and curating. Right, and the only way to test your creating or test your um, curation technique is by creating. Right? How can I say I'm a good curator? How can I say this site has good data when I've never used it to make something? Why? Because someone said so. Go use it. How can you say Hackster.io that project is really good if I haven't gone and put GPS dots on things? How? Well, data should show that. Right? The the, the over time, the data should lead people to where the real value is. Mm-hmm. In this, whatever we use, the web, the cloud, whatever. They have to be able to know how to read that data, though. Or the machines do. And the machines need to know, hey, you're trying to create this thing. And all these other creators found that over there really good. So you should use that over there. I don't think the machines are there yet. They're not. They need to be. And that's Mm -hmm. where the real business opportunity, making the machines be able to. So when when we talk about machines, A&I, right? And again, this is something I talked to a friend about yesterday. The artificial part 90%, the intelligence part 1% or 10%. We need the humans to do that I part, to correct, right? To say, good, good, good. No, there's a failure. Let's see why. Well, at least today we do. I think we're always going to need a little bit of human, right? Because we're, we're very emotional, fragile, delicate creatures. We're kind of ridiculous. <laughs> we are the most <laughs> complex organism on yeah. earth, right? We're so moody, my goodness. Right, we are. Like one day we're like, oh, this is a great idea. Are you calling me moody? I'm looking directly at you. <laughs> are you calling me moody? Directly. I didn't say anything. I am not moody. <laughs> You're not moody, James. <laughs> okay, so we talked about uh, privacy earlier, and I don't know if you want to make any comments on that, but the next topic then I think would be like security, right? Yes. Oh my gosh, so important. Cybersecurity. Study that. 
<laughs> okay, guys. No, that is actually really good. Really study good that. Advice. Study yeah. that. Study that. Study so, that a lot. I have a theory about cybersecurity okay. and the internet. Of you know things, what's Sarah. scary? Here's what's scary. Your computer gets hacked. That's scary. Your PC, your PC or phone get hacked. It's annoying, right? It's annoying. You have to go reset everything. What a pain. Your house or your car get hacked. You're haunted. You got a freaking poltergeist in there. That is scary. 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 That's, Study it. That's why I don't. Have no, any... it's data. I love getting hacked because then I have something to study. Someone hack his house. <laughs> no, don't hack my house. Those people live Sharon's in my house. Sharon's over there, like, don't do that, please. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Well, especially when they James had those baby monitors. Over there. Yeah. Those yes. baby monitors yes. that were getting hacked, and there was so like James's people speaking. So James's wife speaking. is like, why are you saying hack my house? Yeah. He it's a good it. idea. It's he data. It. <laughs> do you want your new house to get hacked for Here, data? We need, we need the second camera angle. No. She's like hell. There's the the artist no. pool. The artist pool. So look, <laughs> security is going to get easier in the Internet of Things. Bear with me here, because the human will be removed from the equation. The human right? will be removed because it's going from to be, the equation. It's going to be machine <laughs> this, this is not to machine to machine. sounding at all. I'm not going to remove I them. They will just not IoT be there. Overlords. Right, think about it. If machines are communicating with machines... Is he a machine? They don't need... They call me a bot. They don't need, you know, to remember passwords. They will remember passwords perfectly. The passwords can be huge. They can communicate constantly passing back authentication strings. Mm -hmm. There's no human in the loop that is going to screw it up by having a password one, two, three, four. And so when you remove humans from that security loop, security gets really good yeah. really fast. And we know how to do security. Like the, the security issues that have happened have just been Mostly ridiculous. human problems. I know, and it's been just giving IoT a bad name. I always say, in, in, whenever somebody says IoT caused this issue, yeah, put in the no, word no, no, computer. No, no, no. Yeah, IoT did not <laughs> yeah. cause this issue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Computers are, are, are insecure because We don't of know humans. how to build IoT Well, because correctly. we hacked them together and we didn't think about yeah. security because we didn't think about security. We like, which oh, is the same way. Too. But it's we'll the same way. We didn't think about security when we first started programming computers Certainly either, not. right? So yeah. everything new, security is yeah. kind of the last, okay, let's bolt this we shit all, on. But in the internet of things, humans aren't going to be involved, which means security, in theory, could be really freaking good. Okay. However, once you do manage to penetrate that, and they will figure it out, if there's a single small hole, yep. uh, the hackers will figure it out. Once you breach the internet of things, you're in. All the machines are going to trust you. Yeah. And the amount of damage you can do and the, the length of time that you can go undetected is really freaking scary. But in the, in the beginning stages, security is going to get way better because humans aren't going to be there having stupid passwords and doing stupid things. I do agree with that. But I think that we need humans to predict human behavior. Our behavior is going to change as we live in this world where there are more robots, things, right? <laughs> And more machines. Um, if you talk to the guy who invented, uh, what is that spinning vacuum cleaner thingy? Dyson? The Roomba? That. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a good, I was out of vacuum cleaner yeah, names. We're like, I'm so glad I got that right. I know, yes. The I Roomba. Didn't know it was spinning. Uh, Hoover? The Roomba. <laughs> Do we still have Hoovers? Are they still make their space? That's still a thing. Yeah, they, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they're actually a big thing. Yeah. Is there, are they? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So right now, robots really struggle with computer vision. Right. Um, so that guy, he's saying robot technology has not improved. Notice that much in like 10 years because he says you people 
tech people have been fixated on making like Uber for fresh fruit rather than like working on robots. We're yeah. like, yeah, that's true. We never tackled that really deep problem. Exactly, because we tackle like the get rich quick scheme yep. rather than tackling like this is hard. We this don't know how to succeed. This industry does like to get rich. We love yeah, get rich quick schemes. Like so rich. then we like to replicate like the same dumb thing over and over. And he's like, it's your fault actually. We're like, okay, we can't say anything. But computer vision has not gotten better in a long time. It's getting better slowly compared to what it could. So he said the problem that robots have is if you've got parts like this, a robot can't differentiate between them. Its vision is just not good enough to pattern match between these and pull them apart. So that's why these Roombas are now being used to clean out landmines. Giant Roombas are being used to clean out landmines in Afghanistan. But we haven't made... Is it because they're getting better or because we're okay with them blowing up? We're okay with them blowing up. Yeah. Yeah. And um, they haven't been able to do more sophisticated things. So here's another issue. Everyone's super stressed. Like, Are they oh. actually vacuuming in Afghanistan at the same time? <laughs> or, they, or did they disable oh. the beater bar? I think they disabled Look like, how the clean Afghanistan is. <laughs> Good job, Afghanistan. <laughs> we clean it up. I think they just like... Um, but you know how... Um, what was I saying? Something relevant. Well, I forgot. Then there's debris and you have to send another one. I love just, interrupting people while they're saying something. And you're like, come on, somebody else say something someone relevant. Say something Go else. on, say it. Someone say something useful. No, it's Carl. He can't say anything relevant. He's, 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 oh, he's so mean. I love yeah, Carl. He's just he on I, I'm here to be beat up on, really. <laughs> oh. Bro, bros don't love each other until they've insulted each other back and forth. Yeah, it's pretty See, right this, is a, this, is, this is seriously guy this code. This is a probe. I'm sorry. I... I publicly talked about guy code. That talked about dude code. Yeah. Dude code be like, what? Even yeah. the guy with the green hair out there gets it. He's man. like, he's shaking his head like, I don't know. These no, it's blue. Turn, turn it. No, it's blue, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It's blue green. It's teal. That's we pretty, like it. We've pretty got freaking rocket. You should sit over there with the artists, man. You should. You look like you belong at the art table. The art and now table. it's my turn to drink your beer. There you go. You sing this. Yeah. Um, it's good, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So, we know. Everyone's super worried. The robots are going to take our jobs. I'm not worried about no, that. I'm not. Here's why. Because the job old enough to die before they. Oh. That's not why. <laughs> He's got enough in his four hundred one k. That's not why. Um, it's because the jobs that the robots are taking, no human wants, because it's so mind numbing that everyone quits after a week, right? Like, put this part. I on want this the robots thing. to do those jobs. Yeah. Everyone does. Even the people, like you look at these factories in China, it's like put this part on here. They want people to do it. They're, they're jumping off of, uh, uh, yeah. you know, out of windows and stuff to, to run from their they factory They can't convince job. someone to do it for more than a week because the human mind is set to innovate. They can't do the same repetitive task. They feel like they're dying. Which means that so. goes back to the education mm -hmm. and just how important this is. That's right. right. If there's not those menial jobs, if there's not the labor intensive right. jobs, if the future, it and I believe it up. is, yeah. the future is about this organ right. up here, right. not anything else that we right. have. We're going to have to do a really good job of nurturing that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So if people stop being pissed off at robots taking their jobs, robots aren't going to take your jobs. That would be a very good sign for humanity. Seriously, robots are not going to take your jobs. Robots, no. The jobs that robots can do, you do not want anyway. Seriously, you don't want that job. You're not going to do it. Even if you think you're going to do it, you're not for more than a week. Well, and I think the younger generation, I mean, my, my son, he did not want to drive. I remember when I was his age, driving was a rite of passage. We wanted to do it at fortune. We got fake ideas to yeah, fucking yeah. drive. To dri right? Now Not no to one drink. wants to we drive. We got him to drive. Yeah, now no one wants to drive. He didn't want to drive. He could yeah. care less. Wow. My daughter could care less. They, yeah. they were, I'm begging them at 17, shit. 18, 19. That was, that was like the, the passage into it, like adulthood. It yeah. was like, hey, I can drive. And so <laughs> robots can do this. Right. And they are. Support your point. No one wants to do the things that robots can no do. No one wants to. Now people will drive for maybe fun and recreation, but not to get anywhere. Yeah. They're like, why? 
I could just like read all time. Our kids are, are, are well, our kids' kids are going to look at us and say, "Oh my God, you drove! A what car? are you stupid? Like, with, was oh there horses God. in a puppy You put too, me or? in a car in a that car you seat? drove? Do you know how dangerous that is? Don't That's insane. Did you smoke me, too at the same time? <laughs> like, how dumb are you? Because you know that's how everyone. We dies, smoked and right. texted and didn't wear our seatbelts. <laughs> really? Well, we didn't text. We didn't have text. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. ate burgers and put Wild on makeup right? and you had stuff. The, you had the fine tune the radio, we did. though. Oh, yeah. You yeah, and the changed radio. the channel on the radio. Yeah, yeah. They were like, yeah. and you put me in this and death trap And flipped off the guy machine. next to us because yeah. he's an asshole. See, most, most, most young people now, they don't know where radio buttons came from. Yeah. It was literal buttons on the radio that actually went, Dink, and you yeah. push one and the other one That's come right. out. Yeah. And people don't know where radio yeah, buttons see, came from. see, you're older than you look, <laughs> I had a car with radio buttons. James and I talked about how phones used to be t- tethered to walls. They did. Yep. Yeah. Tethered. For a long time. Yeah. Yeah. With those really, really long cords. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember when we got the 25-foot cord as opposed to the eight-foot cord. Oh, liberating. I could almost make it to the other end of the kitchen to talk to my girlfriend so my parents wouldn't hear. Almost could get there. Yeah. Yeah. And then it wound around like that, and you had to sort of, you know, turn to... to, This conversation, people. Seriously. All right, so so let's get this uh, back a little bit on track. Carl will fix this. This is what he's here for. You want to talk about technical stuff, Carl? No, no, actually, I don't. You you have something to sell us, actually, and I wanted to talk about it. Other than T-shirts. Everyone's asking about these. Did you bring some? Oh, you can't. I didn't have a bag okay. of them. Do you? Go. Okay. Yeah. Bag right. of them. Okay. Yeah. Charity. Hey, all of you yesterday who are like t-shirts. Is that what you're here for? A t-shirt? Of course. Yeah. Sweet. And to do selfies with I us. I take PayPal. Now. All right. So you have something else to sell us. Something that we can get online. I wrote a book. I did. Nobody writes books. I wrote a book. Mm. She writes books. We both write books. Yeah. Lots of them. In fact, she, she, she reviewed my book. Okay. She helped. It's Found a couple bugs. Told me I was wrong a few times. <laughs> Just a few times. Just a few. See, that's an improvement. So Carl's read half your book, apparently. So, yeah, I, I, I had to fly out here, so oh, I had time Carl, to Carl, you put it down. I'm oh, okay. That's I'm it. Okay. Storm off, Diva. It's okay. Diva off the stage. I'm okay. Diva that way. What sentence turned you off? Uh-oh. <laughs> what was it, was that actually, it was actually when the pilot says that we're landing in Seattle. Oh, uh, okay. All right, good, Carl. You don't have to put away books. Those aren't. Those don't count as large electronic devices. Good. Your beer was just as good as mine. It was better because it's really? my beer. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Okay. So your book does relate to the conversation we've had today. So I thought, you know, maybe you should just bring it up. So if people wanted to check it out, they could. So it it comes from this whole idea that, uh, you know, I watch my kids go through school, study all this STEM, and, and how everyone was just so focused on learn what it takes to get a job working for someone else so that you can survive. Right. And I thought... What's wrong with this picture? Why aren't we teaching creativity? And the fact that, you know, my wife had to volunteer at the school to teach art just so they had art. Otherwise, there's nothing the there, right? Yeah. It's sad. It, right. It, it's sad. It's yeah. really sad, isn't it? And so I got to kind of be very interested in this creative process because I realized it's not my technical skill. My title is Distinguished Engineer. It's a badass title, but there's really nothing... He's very distinguished. (laughs) (laughs) She's saying, she's calling me old here. There's nothing distinguished about my engineering. The thing, if anything distinguishes me, is the quality of my ideas. It's the depth of my insight. And so I began to kind of watch myself work and understand why I was successful. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, meeting people like Donna, the reason that, you know, we're friends is because... We terrorize each other. We hit it off creatively, <laughs> right? I, she heard, also heard, that. heard me give a talk, and she's like, oh, there's some stuff. And stalking and harassing and kids. Stalking and harassing <laughs> What did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> she came up and did what? <laughs> I, I, I love the translation. But we hit it off creatively. Yeah, this is true. 
Mr. And, and, I and said, you said becomes, one smart thing in three hours. I like that. <laughs> oh, I thought, <laughs> you said something smart. I, no. I thought, not he you. just wants no, no, a t-shirt. No, Leave this poor man alone. No, okay. This is what I said to James. You said one smart thing. Yeah. I and, wrote it and down. I, and it was a four-hour talk. I, he said a and smart I'm like, thing, and one? I wrote it down. Yeah, and I said I wrote it down. One smart I thing. I never write down anything. Four hours, Donna. Hey, that's more than most. <laughs> no, four hours. Yeah, actually, that's yeah. true. But, you know, just because, just because I'm better than thing. the zombie presenters around me doesn't yeah. mean... Usually I just get to leave, but I stayed, and I wrote down the smart things. And so I started studying these smart things and, and realized that creativity is really a journey, and, and it, it has a start. And there are some certain really important inflection points that if you don't take, you won't become creative. Yes. And so I started studying it. I started teaching it. Started talking to smart people, smart creative people like Donna. And a pattern emerged, and it just had to come out, you know. And so I wrote a book called The Seven Stages of Creativity, and there are seven, which is interesting because creativity is no, the sixth stage. Okay, but that's. The oh, next book, gotta Donna. buy the book to, to the next book. Don't, don't, <laughs> to hear the don't devalue. Okay, okay. Oh, don't devalue my current but book. I don't like hiding oh, that's All right, secret. so there is. There's an eighth, and in the eighth is how to monetize your creativity. Not just monetize, but but get your creativity out to the masses. How not to work at Walgreens while being a creative. So what was the one thing you wrote down? Start with the killer opening line. The first slide is the only person. one that yeah, matters. Yeah, the only one that matters. Oh. If you get them on slide one, you got them. Yeah. And if you lose them on slide one, they're You're gone. done. Yeah, that was the only thing. Yeah, yeah, that's the one thing I still do to this day. Everything else, he's like, wave your arms over here, stomp that over first here, line, and I always forget. That first line, you could fall off the yeah. stage yes. halfway through. <laughs> that first line. The first line. You've not done that, have you? I've seen the heels you walk around in. If, any, if I had to walk on those stage. things, I would fall I know, off stage. I haven't fallen off stage, though. But the first line, the killer, you got him on the first slide, the first line, you got him. It's the opt-in point. And so it's many so yes. many presenters don't do that. Because they, just they say, think oh, you're going to have another I'm so line. naturally interesting. Everybody's going to love me. Right. This tech, this topic is so cool. Everybody's going to love it. They start off with their like, credits or whatever. Um, their accolades. resume. Their accolades. Yeah. Don't give me your uh, resume. I hate 9, that. Oh. You shouldn't have to introduce who you are. If you do, make, keep it short. And I, I never yeah, introduce I myself, I and I love I the tweets. like, that. who is this fucker? <laughs> they do say yeah. that. So <laughs> the other one is, like, I hate it whenever they say, like, here's what I'm going to talk about. You're like, just and then they walk talk about it. You know, that was actually five, written like, advice. Oh, that, that was written advice oh by somebody. God. I'm not going to call them out, but it's like, tell them what you're going to say. Or say just it, tell them. And then tell them what you said. You're like, just but, say you, it. You're going to treat them like morons? Is yeah. this your Like, just say it. Yeah. Hey, everyone in the audience, you're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm smart. That's a great way to win an audience. Yeah. yeah. I love um, in my speeches, and I learned this from James as well, to relay like the dirty secrets from your own life. Like all the times that you screwed up, like mm -hmm. tell those stories. Yeah, personally. I love hey, wait, those parts stories. Parts of my family are over there. Oh. Be careful with those dirty <laughs> yeah. secrets. They feature a lot. So <laughs> they do. I a tell lot. stories about all of them. All of them. All Every of them. last one of them. All of them. Yes. Every so be before we give away too much of your book, one of the, the other pieces is finish strong. So yeah. Jason, do you want to help us finish strong here with these... Uh, the game we do every week? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, what are we Ooh, can I play? Can I, I play? I want to play, too. Nope. I want to play. Okay. What I, Quiet, who wants to go first? Me. Okay, Donna. <laughs> you realize this is not Did actually Donna Sarkar. This is a hologram. Hologram. Yeah. yeah, it's not even real. She's not here. Look, I can put my hands completely actually, through I have her. A, I have a question. I have a, I have a hologram question first. Hi. You guys have to come be on the camera. Come hug. <laughs> oh, here we go. I don't care if this you is You can't hug a hologram. It doesn't work. It's an object made of light. What do you have to prove? How are you? 
I'm See, great. look, it went right through. Yeah, really oh, that's cool. We here, we'll, we'll switch. We'll switch to the, uh, switching the angle too. Here, are these Windows Insiders that have just? Well, Avi. I mean, yeah? hello. Where yeah. is it? I don't want to. I want to yeah. see your brand. Oh, I'm gonna brand them now. Yeah, I brought up. Oh, you brought tattoos for me? Oh, there you there go. go. See, they're there appropriately branded. All right, what's our game? Okay. We have to play a game. Oh, I almost cheated. Actually, it doesn't. There's, okay. there's, there's no right answer. I only win when I cheat. Okay, here we go. You need to pick a number between one and four, inclusive. Okay. And tell us. Inclusive? And you have to tell so me what it is. So five's not a possibility. Why? Correct. Uh, All right, I'll have hey, three. Hey, we have... Why? She's, she already called three. going first. Why? See, she's like rules or someone else's yeah. opinion. We, we've had people... Why? Between one and four, inclusive? When I originally would say Are between there four one cards? and four, people would be like, well, that's only two and three. No, but why? Why do we have to pick a number? But it's a safe no, choice. No, no. Before, I, this just why, in case, I say inclusive. The endpoints aren't included. No, I say inclusive. But why do we have that. to pick a number? We're randomizing the seed for the game. So, like, why do you roll dice in Monopoly? I don't know. It's part of I the fucking game. Otherwise, I will. Why give are you, you the listening question. to like right, old so, rules made by Monopoly? So, That's because I want to play the game. No, why isn't it a wheel? <laughs> Donna doesn't want to play. Let's just play. I want to. But I want to know I why. Three. No, okay, James. I'm a Windows Insider. Now. We okay. ask questions. No. You right? ask why. We ask just, questions. I, I ask why. I just all the go. Time. I'm a minion. Like, now, don't tell me what to now do. Now you're going second. So James, what is your so number? You go first. Three. Three. Now okay. Oh, I did that three already. Here's a new three. <laughs> They've known your number was three for a while. They've this got the this is a game for kids. This isn't like some intellectual thing. So. Oh. Well, that's good. While on that's a camping trip, would you rather wake up with ants in your nose and ears? Or with a toe in your mouth from someone else who is toes. also sleeping in your tent. Oh, toes. I love toes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, ants are not better than a human body part. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, you know, I wouldn't this weekend fetishes. the toe, but you gave me that <laughs> option. Your family's hearing this. <laughs> <laughs> like we, we, we're recording, so you can play it back to them. Oh, man. It's starting to get busy in here now. This is a great It was ants versus toes. What are you going to choose? Ants versus toes. Okay, Donna. Although there's good protein in ants, I hear. <laughs> okay, which number would you like what's on what's on them other questions that are in similar you nature you want to pick your question or what not good okay go rules. ahead go ahead she's not good with rules i just you're rather I, I, pick I give up question i give up amateur hour children amateur. <laughs> no this is preference for holograms that's what this is it's, it's discrimination against real people <laughs> we're all going to be subservient to the holograms in the future you see it happening right now he randomly chose i want to know the question you rather, yeah, of course. Would you rather always read with one eye shut or talk with your teeth clenched together? I would rather read with one eye shut. I would not. No one asked you, though. I would not do that. Is this why I read all the time? Listen to me. No one can understand you, champ. Oh, huge. For being a speech person. That's too bad because I said something so profound. No, you didn't. No, you <laughs> missed it all. Don't worry. Software is the opposable thumb for the human mind. Rules are someone else's opinion. Ah, uh, well. You said that with both eyes open. That's cheating. See, Read holograms, yeah. man. I, I, should, yeah. I, shouldn't, I shouldn't even ask this, but is there anything else that you guys want to mention before we let you go? <laughs> Keep hustling. <laughs> I'm going I'm I'm to go fight with her. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you both so thank much you. for coming on here. This was an awesome discussion. And uh, now we're going to spend a couple hours like hanging out with yeah, fans. Rolling with the peeps. Uh, MVPs. He's commandeered the beer. No, this is awesome because we have a whole bunch of MVPs here, and I, I love Hi, it because, MVPs. because and Windows Insiders be too. On camera? And insiders. <laughs> jump, they are jump the biggest in. fans. Jump in. Hi. <laughs> How you doing, How man? You? All right, is he a hologram or is he real? Definitely a hologram. Bots. Definitely a hologram. We're bots. And real. Insider MVPs, kids. The best kind. <laughs> oh, so we got a the intersection of insiders yeah. and MVPs right here. 
Do MVPs have a brand, a tattoo? Yeah. No. Well, he's, no, just a button? <laughs> yeah. Just a button. Oh, we got brands. Just a button or? We're, we're augmenting our humans. Look, yeah, he's but, got a yeah, shirt. Yeah, but, but hang on a second. The MVP <laughs> button gets we, we me free brands. beer. <laughs> no, we need to brand you guys. Does that yeah. get free beer? We have more. Oh, oh she brought them. But it doesn't, it doesn't get them free beer. <laughs> what does it do? That's okay. They still like it. Just shut up. Oh, <laughs> no, you, no, don't, no, you don't no. belong to the cult. What so does it do? Know. Does it keep them from programming yes. in an Apple yeah. or Google environment forever? Is that what it does? Is it something insidious? Is it laced with something? It might be. He says, he says, sir. You need to go in a bathroom and get, go in the stall. See, you need you need like you need a okay. private location oh, yeah. that will be quiet. Yes, it's definitely drugs. Go this is beer. I hope. That's beer. Yeah. That's <laughs> beer. Which one? <laughs> this is the winner ale. The winner. What are you gonna really do with her okay. beer that became mine? Yeah, this was no common. What are your designs? The beer is on this not beer, so. He's like, it's almost empty, so none. We are from Germany. Where, I know. Blah, 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 blah. There's actually a German. There's a German yeah. lager on, on yeah. tap here. Yeah. He's like, yeah. not a bad beer, one. Beer was invented. Not bad at all. Like, he's okay. like, I invented it's, the beer. words like that fucking long yeah. though. I can't pronounce yeah. it. Yeah. No, no, no. I think you'll enjoy it. He's like, That's every German. I invented beer. You're welcome. Deal with it. Good luck. Germans have long. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on and talking to us. Yeah. Please leave. They're like, this is adorable. Please go. <laughs> All right, here. Thank you, Jason. Okay, thank oh, you. That was awesome. Thank yeah. You. Thank you.